Uh, no, I, I want to talk about it forever, but <laughs> I have someone that's coming over to buy an old bed after this. So. Well, do they want to talk about Big Little Lies with us? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but you got to ask the hard questions. Yeah, yeah. I'll put that in my Craigslist listing Good. next. <laughs> like, are you interested uh, in Big Little lying down on this bed? Nope. And, then <laughs> and we're starting the podcast. Now. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Feeling It, a podcast where we discuss TV, movies, pop culture, and whether or not we are feeling it. This is your first time joining us. Welcome to the show. And here we go. Come on, walk and talk. Right, here we go. You guys want to hear something neat? It's showtime. Hold your ears. Oh, here we go. See what you can do now. Take your position. All right, ladies, buckle up. Let's do this. Hold on to your butts. Seriously? Listen to me very, very carefully. Hey, it's me again. Eat him up. Enjoy. share what pieces of pop culture we're really feeling. Whatever show, movie, song, or tech, we just can't get out of our heads. In addition to those picks, this week we'll be talking about our favorite picks we've ever recommended on the podcast, because this week it's our one-year anniversary. Pew, pew, Happy pew. anniversary, you guys. Happy anniversary. Our very first podcast episode was published on May 1st, and we're recording this episode on May 1st, so yeah, we've done it. One year uh, doing the podcast together. We're officially saying this is our final episode. We've had a good run. <laughs> this we is did it, guys. It. We're it's good. It's been great. It's been no. a, a top of the charts experience, and I'm really proud of what we've accomplished. <laughs> Retiring on top. I'd like to thank God and my mom. Okay. I'd also okay. like to thank Lucas's mom. Yes. Well, well, I'll thank Lucas's mom. Um, so in this episode, we're going to talk about some of our favorites and least favorite picks on the podcast. Um, but before we get started with all of that, let's introduce ourselves. And when we do, let's answer the question, what's your favorite rejected name idea for the podcast? I'm Lawson Soward. I'm an art director in Nashville, Tennessee, and we had a bunch of gems. It was really fun initially <laughs> coming up with this. Uh, I think we my favorite- gems. We'll see, we'll see yeah. about that. <laughs> Diamonds in the rough, uh, if you will, uh, if you'll allow and Latin it, that- Pun shouldn't have that didn't work okay but my not favorite one close. was not even close why did i try uh my favorite one i think was totally fine <laughs> totally fine just totally just fine totally fine, totally yeah. fine. I, I i actually really do like that one um i'm lucas right a designer in the in the bay area and my favorite name that got rejected was papa clock because you know that makes no sense <laughs> y'all know what time it is it's papa clock it rolls right <laughs> off the tongue. Um, totally. I'm Sandra Amstutz. I'm a social media manager in Nashville, Tennessee. And my favorite, and you have to picture it with the correct punctuation at the end, question mark at the end, was, you into it? So it was like <laughs> yeah. very much a like less cool version of feeling it. <laughs> I also had um, underneath, oh, I have a Google Doc where I had like some of these name ideas. And I realized that one of my commentary was this could also function as like a catchphrase for a Liz Lemon talk show. Like if we were coming up with like Liz Lemon 30 Rock talk show ideas, these are also, these could have worked for that. Absolutely. We should have a segment called, you into it? Yeah, into it. Now I'm feeling it. We're moving into our section. You into it? <laughs> right. All right. What's um, your deal breaker this week, ladies? <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, let's go back to our namesake um, and let's start off. Lawson, what are you feeling this week? All right, what I am feeling this week is the best concert I have ever seen captured for distribution to the masses. It is Sufjan Stevens' Carrie and Lowell Live. Um, 
it's amazing. It was that concert. I have raved about it enough on this podcast. It feels appropriate that we're summing up the year um, and a year in which I've talked so much about Sufjan Stevens and the Carrie and Lowell record and how incredible and transportive and vulnerable and uh, tragic and beautiful. And uh, it's, I don't have enough adjectives. Um, it's just so, so amazing. And the live experience uh, did an incredible job of weaving in the songs that, like, every song on the record, but also a couple of other songs from his discography that felt like it could have been on the record, all arranged in a really new and interesting way. Um, and it ends with Hotline Bling, the cover featuring Galant, <laughs> um, their Drake cover. So anyone who didn't get to go to the concert but wanted to hear that can hear a great recording of it. Um, so that's on Spotify streaming, but also if you go onto Vimeo, onto Asthmatic Kitty's account, um, Asthmatic Kitty Records is Sufjan's record label, um, there is an entire free streaming concert performance uh, from his performance in North Carolina. And it is really, really incredible. The camera work, they do some really trippy stuff with it, um, but it's really fun the whole time. Um, or, sorry, did I say South Carolina? No, you said anyway. North Carolina. Okay, I want to be accurate. Uh, North Carolina, or South Carolina, November 9th, 2015, <laughs> um, for all the fact checkers. But no, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful, stunning performance. So much of uh, the shots are, like, straight on because the set itself was so well put together. Um, but they have some really cool camera work that goes on, and uh, the music mix is beautiful. I just, I can't recommend it enough. I'm so happy that people who wanted to go to that show and weren't able to can see it live now. I highly recommend find the best surround sound setup you can find, biggest screen you can find, and plug go to your Vimeo app and watch it because they have it in full 1080p surround sound on there streaming for free, and it is... I would pay money for it. So whenever this is out on... If it comes out on Blu-ray or DVD, I don't really buy concert videos, but I will buy this one. It's It's really incredible. Nice. I mean, I'm just going to second everything you said, Lawson, because I saw this show when he came to Nashville, and it was just one of the most beautiful, spiritual things I've ever seen. And Mm -hmm. so um, I've long said that after seeing um, Sufjan live in concert, like looking at him in person really kind of cemented it into my mind that I don't think he's from this planet. And um, he just doesn't seem like a human. And I mean that in the best way. Um, And so, yeah, any chance to, like, watch him do uh, a live performance, I think people should take advantage of. Yeah, that guy is fully alive in a way that very few people ever are. Yeah. Nice. All right, Lucas, what are you feeling this week? Um, Well, I am feeling a 2004 PBS documentary um, called Alone in the Wilderness. This is the story of, of, of Dick Prenicky, who at the age of 50 in 1968 decided to move to Alaska, build himself a cabin, and just live by himself um, in Alaska. And it's all footage that he shot um, with a 16-millimeter camera. Um, oh, wow. And it's narrated from his journals. Um, so... Basically, at some point, he cut this together and made a film out of it, um, and PBS ended up in 2004 um, cutting it up and making it a one-hour documentary that's just his journal entries read over videos of him 
you know, wandering around in Alaska, building his cabin, fishing, hiking, that kind of a thing. And it's the most Bob Ross type thing I've ever seen. It's just the chillest, (laughs) calming, soothing documentary ever about this guy who's living in the most hostile environment possible. Um, He was a carpenter in the Navy at Pearl Harbor and um, just kind of did that forever. And then when he turned 50, he was like, you know, I'm kind of done. I want to live off by myself and just kind of do my own thing. And he did that for, for 30 years of him just living in Alaska. Um, it's an incredible documentary. It's like I said, it's only an hour and it's actually available on YouTube. So we'll put the the link in the show notes, but I would suggest everybody watch this. It's so interesting. Um, even if you're not into, I know I, I'm probably, I'm the only one who's into like the the actual like physical building of, (laughs) of like the cabin and that kind of stuff. But just watching this guy, uh, live his life and just hearing these journal entries, um, is so, so intriguing. This reminds me of your vintage pick, Slow TV. Oh, yeah. No, it reminds <laughs> me of his other YouTube vintage pick where he, like, it was, like, this guy building stuff, right? Like yes. Primitive technology, to... yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm sure one of those will appear later on in the episode. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> no, no. I mean, that... Oh. I have raved plenty about Great British Bake Off on this show, and one of the main reasons I love that is because of how understated it is so i think i would love that as well yeah it's it's really great and it and it is only an hour and it's done by pbs so if you love all of those things short documentaries done by pbs and i i, I cannot get across to you how much it feels like a bob ross type situation like as if you loved spending time with bob ross you're gonna love spending time with dick prennicky <laughs> well thanks for that lucas um this week i am feeling uh a new single from Lady Gaga. It's called The Cure. I have an up and down history with Lady Gaga. It's almost always up. Like I don't, I've never said like, oh, I dislike Lady Gaga, but there are definitely like parts of her career that excite me more than others. This latest album that she has, like this Joanne phase that she's going through, doesn't excite me that much. I prefer Lady Gaga when she's like super dancey and poppy and dramatic and um, in a, in a weird way and less so in like a singer songwriter kind of way. Um, but she's amazingly talented and I love her regardless, but lately she came out with this song called the cure and it's just for me, a return to form. It's like big and brassy and poppy and everything I want from like a Lady Gaga number. So baby, tell me yes, and I will give you everything. So baby, tell me yes, and I will be all yours tonight. So baby, tell me yes, and I will give you everything. I will be right by your side. something a drag queen would perform and this is just exactly what that is um i can picture drag queens performing it i can picture dancing to it i can picture myself singing it in the car every day i'm having a lot of fun with this one that drop is serious business it is (laughs) it's really great this is the first time i've heard it oh really lucas Uh, yeah so good 
go listen to the whole thing because it is just like a belty banger. Um, nice. I've heard that drop before. It. I didn't realize it was Lady Gaga, so it's like it bodes well for the rest of the song. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's great. Okay. Well, so like I said, it is our one year anniversary. Um, and so we had the idea of reviewing each of our picks um, throughout the year. So every week we say what we're feeling. Uh, we each bring something new to the table, sometimes something old to the table. And um, we had the idea for today to go through and say which are which is our favorite and least favorite of each of our picks. So I think we're going to start with Lucas. Um, Here we go. Here we go. What is your favorite pick of Lucas's throughout the year? Well, first off, I want to give my honorable mention. (laughs) (laughs) My very close second was Hello, My Name is Doris. I finally got a chance to watch that the other day, and oh my gosh, that movie is so delightful. It's great. But my favorite pick of Lucas's is the Giphy app for Mac. I did not know about it. I use it all the time at work and it is just such a great resource it's so user-friendly it works exactly how an app like that should work and i'm grateful like at least once a week that i know about it so thanks lucas great pick that was his very his very first pick yeah guys if you guys aren't making gifts on the daily (laughs) that was your very first one lucas yeah it was yep (sighs) starting off strong bro Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Only went downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to peak early. Lucas, (laughs) my favorite pick of yours throughout the year um, was the Oscar-nominated virtual reality short called Pearl. Yeah. That is something, you know, you've recommended a lot of, like, really great things that I've loved throughout the year, but that's one that I would have never heard of without you bringing it up. Um, Oh, good. And so it was so beautiful. I bought, like, sort of a cheap VR headset just so that I could like have a better viewing experience of it um, and show it off to friends. I love, love that short film. And like I said, we wouldn't have heard about it except for you bringing it up to bringing it to our attention. Yeah. The animated shorts. I'm, I, it was the first time that I felt in the know at the Oscars. And right. it was all yeah. because of you, Lucas. Yeah. You watch it, guys. Animated shorts, 2017. I got you. <laughs> oh, that's, why, that's why you're here, Lucas. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> okay. So, Lucas, what's your favorite pick of the year, of your own for the year? My favorite pick of my own um, has to be, and it's, it's because for me it's grown over time. I loved it when I picked it, and now I just love it even more. Um, but it's the... Uh, the 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 show The Crown, mm. um, I that is a show that since I started watching it um, has just gotten better and better for me. I I have gone back and rewatched it again. Um, the production value on that show is incredible, and the character development is great. And I'm so excited to see what they do in the future. Yeah, that's one that I haven't checked out yet, Lucas. And I feel like one one day this summer I'm gonna like settle into it. I can just feel that, yep. feel that that's in my yep. future. <laughs> okay. It takes some settling into for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So now we're gonna go through and say what our least favorite pick of Lucas's is. And yeah. For anyone who's listening, we're all very comfortable. I think sharing our least favorite picks with each other, usually because I think we're pretty honest when we listen um, about whether like that's something we'd be interested in or not. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Lawson, why don't you start us off? What was your least favorite pick of Lucas's? Sing Street. Kidding! 
Kidding. You shut your dirty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be provocative. Um, no, I loved Sing Street. Um, God, when I was looking back through, I really, I liked most of everything that you did. I think the thing that I liked the least, and I have to be honest, I haven't seen much of it, uh, was the OA on Netflix. I just mm. watched some of it and didn't really get into it and then started hearing that it didn't end well from a bunch of people. So I just kind of jumped off the train pretty quick. It seemed not to my not to my exact taste. Yeah, man. Whatever. That's what I get for recommending shows before they're finished. <laughs> yeah, that can be dangerous. Yep. Um my least favorite pick of Lucas's was um a film he recommended called High Rise starring Tom Hiddleston. Um, oh, I watched that movie on your recommendation, Lucas, and oh, I didn't like it. Other than like <laughs> Tom Hiddleston being really beautiful in it, like that was like it's, and you know I think Elizabeth Moss is in that, and she's always great. But as a movie, it was just like weird and bad. So oh man, didn't didn't okay. go for that one. That feels like the kind of movie you play in a room of a museum, of an art museum, with no sound on, <laughs> I and you agree. just walk by it like, is, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it is such a weird movie. I would, I would, I would be, I would hesitate to recommend it again, knowing my audience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, did you? Are you interested in seeing his next movie, uh, Free Fire? Is that the one that just came out? Yep. Yes. With Brie Larson. I am interested. Same director. In that one. Oh, okay. That you are interested in Free Fire. Same director. That. Well, maybe Less not yep. much anymore. <laughs> we'll see. Oh man. All right. What was your least favorite of yours, Lucas? Oh yeah, mine is definitely the Snapchat redesign that I recommended. Um, <laughs> I gotta tell you, Snapchat. I I still can't do it. It's so difficult. It's so much work. They redesigned it. I thought it fixed a lot of issues, but. Jeez, it is still still out of control. I will say, Lucas, the redesign that you like recommended is all the things that Instagram stole from Snapchat. So very true, very so, true. <laughs> a lot of the features that they implemented are things that Instagram just straight up took. So based off of my recommendation, exactly. So. Yeah, they were definitely yeah. listening in and coming mm -hmm. to Microsoft definitely. Excel in 2017. <laughs> stories, <laughs> right? Um, okay, Lawson. We're going to go through and talk about our favorites of your picks. Um, Lucas, right. why don't you tell us what your favorite pick of Lawson's was? My favorite pick of Lawson's was his recommendation of the band The Japanese House. Uh, this is a band I hadn't heard of at all before, and now I listen to at least, at least once a week. Ugh. I'm so happy to yes. hear that, because she and they are incredible. Killing yeah. it. I'm so glad you liked it. Mm -hmm. My favorite pick of yours, Lawson, was the film American Honey. Um, it's something that was like on my radar, but I checked it out after like you really raved about it and said that it was going to be like in your top 10 of the year and how like meaningful it was to you. Um, it was a movie that like, it's very long. So sometimes like you, you avoid watching movies like that have this really long runtime. Um, mm -hmm. but I made time for it because I knew you had really great things to say about it and it was incredible. Oh, bud. Yeah. I love that movie. It's, it has stuck with me even now. Do you have a favorite of your own picks, Lawson? Yes. Uh, kind of like Lucas, it's because of how much it's grown in my life since then. But my very first pick was Chance the Rapper. And I was also doing a lot 
more of my homework back then in preparation and I had everything written out. I wasn't going off the cuff. I like had a whole thing written up about him and uh, that was before coloring book even was out. I just was into the little of him that I had heard and everything I knew about him as a uh, public figure. And he has become not just one of my favorite artists, but one of my favorite um, people in the culture today. And so I'm like, that pick remains and it becomes a constantly bigger part of yeah. my life. So yeah. Speaking of somebody who had a killer first pick. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's move on to talk about our least favorite of Lawson's pick. You're welcome. I made it easy for all of you. Uh, did you? I've got so many. <laughs> okay, well then, Lucas, what did you narrow down to have your least What's your top person? five? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have a top five. I don't have a top five. But I will say my least favorite thing that you recommended was, and I'm sure you're with me on this one as well, is Batman the Killing Joke. Um this was a movie that I was so excited for as they were going into production for it and as they kind of announced it and everything. Um, and it was one of the biggest letdowns that I, that I had last year uh-huh. uh, was watching this movie. So Okay, so Lucas, I'm glad that you said that because I really thought you were going to take mine. Um, no, I, I, I left yours for you. Thank I you. Know, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> this that. This is all you. My least favorite of Lawson's, and this was just so easy. Because I, I couldn't even believe it when he recommended this it. This wasn't easy number two for me. He recommended a YouTube show called Colin TV. And oh, it's man. a sweet, cute little kid reviewing products. And it is the most boring thing I've ever watched. And when he recommended it, oh, I thought he was playing like this big prank on us. Yeah, <laughs> no, I truly just really loved this YouTube show. Oh, oh I was in this very uh, just brotherhood of man type of mood, just like the kindredship <laughs> of all humankind and seeing the beauty in all people. And I was like, look at this beautiful, innocent kid reviewing a 1960s toy that lets you make fake chicken nuggets out Ugh. of Wonder Bread. And uh, yeah, instantly, as soon as I stopped talking, I was like, whoops. Because <laughs> it was dead silent. Yeah, turns out we hate it. <laughs> we hated it. We hated it so much. Uh, um, oh, if gosh. y'all want to go back and listen to find out what episode that was, that was episode eight. If you want to hear just like the reaction to Colin TV. <laughs> I, like, I feel it's like good. you started off it's trying really to be good. nice and then just abandoned that oh, effort altogether it, because it, you didn't need to. It was, yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was so okay. bad. <laughs> so, Lawson, do you have a least favorite of your own? Well, I thought you guys were both going to pick uh, Colin TV, so I had also picked The Killing Joke. It, Aha! Yeah, it's, it's my <laughs> yes. biggest regret because it was one of those things. I, one of those things. This has only really happened to me once, but I just felt like such an idiot for being so excited about it and spending money on it. Cause it was a movie that came out in a, like a fathom events style. Mm -hmm. So like you could pay a lot of money to see it in a theater, but it was a movie that was coming out straight to video. And so I was like, that must mean it's really good. Also all the buzz has been really good. And after, and seeing it, I was so disappointed. uh, But I kind of, was like trying to convince myself that like, no, it's okay, buddy. You made a good decision. It's better than you thought. 
after, you know, you must have just forgotten how good it was having, you know, left the theater 30 seconds ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, it was one of those things where I think even in the review itself, halfway through, I was kind of like, actually, I'm remembering this was bad. But, uh, yeah, not not my best moment. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Well, I think we're going to move on to my picks. Lucas, what was your favorite pick of mine? (laughs) What was the laugh? What was the laugh for? I think the laugh is because I think this this is me realizing like the whole reason I set up this episode was so that I could find <laughs> what y'all's favorite picks of mine are. Like, I think oh, was it? Gonna... I thought it was so you could talk about calling TV again. I mean, that, that was you know like a, a good part of it also. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. realize until it got to like we're going to say Lawson's favorites how excited I was to like oh yeah this is like saying kind things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lawson's favorite thing is saying and hearing kind things. <laughs> And oh. self-indulgence. Sandra, Sandra, yours, there's just so many, so many options here. Um, oh, wait, we're talking about things we liked. Sorry. Um, <laughs> rude. So rude. That was so rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. My favorite thing that you recommended is something, and again, I'm, I'm always coming back to you, something that I would not have seen. Right. Or, or listened to had it been your, not been your recommendation. Um, and it was Fleabag. Fleabag is something yes. that um, you kind of turned me on to like the weekend it came out, I think. Yeah. And I watched it basically in one sitting. It was such, such a great show. And I'm, I, I absolutely hate characters who don't have their life together. Um, and a lot of times they, they do that just kind of as a, not, not as a plot device, but as just a kind of a, a shtick for that character. Um, but this really drew me in and really does a great job kind of developing this character in a really great way. Yeah. That movie, that show is quality. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I loved it. I, and I wouldn't have heard of it either. It, if y'all love Fleabag, I think both of y'all have also checked out her other show um, called Crashing. On Crashing. Netflix. Yeah. And it's, not it's tonally very different but i think the quality is just as good um so i also am trying to get people to watch that show because every person that i've recommended it to once they've watched it they've come back and been like oh i'm obsessed with that show so that's another one i'm gonna i haven't seen that yet so i'm definitely gonna watch it now yeah and it's the same thing it's six episodes half hour so like you can get it done all in one sitting very easily yeah yep Okay, Lawson, what was your favorite pick of mine? So I don't think I realized that my criteria for this was as consistent as it is, but uh, I think it's a big part of these are like things that not only would I not have seen otherwise, but things that have become very useful and have grown in importance in my life. And Sandra, I never would have heard of Keeping It 1600 if it wasn't for you. And that has turned into... Pod Save America and Crooked Media, which is now like this podcast network. And I think I follow like five or six podcasts from them now. Like it just, it fills up my queue and it fills up my week. There's so much good information. And if I had, the election was crazy enough as it was. And that was a really uh, helpful, in in a lot of ways, it was a really helpful booing point and kind of um, a voice to have going through all that and then after the election it became even more of a of a of support um an element within the support system of trying to make it through this crazy new reality so thank you so much for that my close second was lizzo she's amazing and her music is nuts <laughs> and i'm so happy she's coming to nashville this summer yeah me um, too. 
but yeah, definitely the biggest yeah. thing was keeping it 1600. Pod, the Pod Save America and all of the Crooked Media podcasts have become an incredibly important part of my media diet. Mm-hmm. Um, I there, you know, there are certain podcasts where you know you pick and choose episodes to listen to, and Pod Save America is one where like, no, I listen to every single episode the moment it comes out. Um, so yeah, if you're not listening yet, you should be. Get with it, guys. So Sandra, what was your favorite pick of yours in the last year? Pod Save America was a close runner-up, but my favorite pick is the television show Please Like Me. Um, I discovered it oh, this shit, year. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, it when I recommended it, it only had three seasons out, and the fourth season also came out this year, and I've consumed that since. And this is just a t- an Australian TV show um, that has. You know, the fourth season came out and was announced that that would be its final season. And I can safely say it's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. It means so much to me. I'm so impressed with the writing and the acting and the humor. I think it's hilarious and touching. And I love the visual aesthetic of it. Um, It's a really, really important show to me. Um, And so I was really happy to, like, discover a new important show to my life this year yeah that's awesome i could not agree with that more i love that show it was all four seasons and the way that it wrapped up it was it was so beautiful and touching and hilarious and it just felt like one of the most um real and yet uh i want to say divine i don't know why but like it felt like one of the most real shows that i've seen it was it was so so well done and i that's another one I never would have heard of. And Lindsay and I loved every minute of watching that show. It's, yeah. it's a super, it's a big show to yeah. us now too. Okay. Well, Lucas, what was your least favorite pick of mine throughout the year? Back to my original statement, man, there were so <laughs> many choices. <laughs> no. Um, so it, I mean, not joking though. There were two that I was battling against, um, this whole time trying to figure out which one I want to choose. But I think I'm going to have to go with Los Five. One, because they're called Los Five and not Los Cinco. Um, <laughs> but also, holy cow. Come on. Come on. <laughs> for, really? For people who haven't heard of Los Five, they are a Latino boy band that I don't think is really doing much anymore. But I still treasure those few singles <laughs> I have of theirs. Uh, what was your other one that you were... Going no, no hold on, Lawson. Let's hear what yours was first. Um, okay, mine uh, is the the first part of the title of my least favorite of yours is Spanish, but the second part is <laughs> English or Arabic, depending on how you think of it. Um, it is also Los Five. That was my <laughs> least favorite. I, that's very interesting that y'all both... Re- really didn't like Los Five. Like I didn't, it just oh, wasn't man. No, I didn't expect either of you to like it, but I did I'm surprised that it is your least I favorite. just like I mean it's no call on TV, but <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I have seen plenty of keeping up with the Kardashians um in the background of the house. I have seen even though John Bellion was like a massive tool, you talked about that in your review and his music was still like really catchy and got caught in my head and I felt just as conflicted but intoxicated with his music as you did and so many other of your picks have just been awesome so it was like very 
it was easy for me in the sense that like, oh, there are some places where Sandra's tastes and mine aren't the same. And sure, Lowe's sure. Five was the the biggest example of that. But Yeah. Well, when I tried to think of what my least favorite of my picks was, it was a really, really hard decision. Um, because I really do love everything that I've recommended. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I say of course, but like y'all have things where like you thought you liked it and then you're like, maybe, and then, then you realize maybe you didn't. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like about that, about any of my picks. So what I'm going to say is my least favorite is, um. Please say it's Los Five. It's not Los Five. <laughs> I still love Los Five. With all Jenny my Amstutz, um, no regrets. Was, my pick in episode two, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And I only say that because I haven't been keeping up with the Kardashians. I um, mm. I haven't watched the show since I recommended it in episode two. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, th- I think I will someday, like, get caught up. Um, but I just haven't been spending a lot of attention or time with them. Um, so because... It's something that I haven't made a priority in my life. It's obviously like my least favorite of all the things I've recommended. Letting go of the Kardashians. Oh, oh. that's a new podcast I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, I also want to know, do y'all have a favorite episode we've done of the podcast? Uh, I do. Do you, Lucas? Yeah, go for it. Okay. My favorite episode was our second episode, I think, Um but the one where we reviewed uh, Captain America Civil War. Oh, yeah. There, I mean, there have been a bunch. There have been several of these that I just really, really liked. But that one felt like we were doing... It felt like there was so much happening in pop culture in that moment. Like, there was so much music coming out. There was this huge blockbuster movie that, like, lived up to everyone's expectations um, that was the summer of Pokemon Go. It's just like there was a bunch of stuff going on in that moment. And I think it was a longer episode, but it was like really fun. The energy was high all the time. That was back when we were recording, um, to get technical for people who don't know, we were recording like really early on Saturday mornings back then. Um, and even though it was like, you know, 6.45 on a Saturday, we were all like super stoked and high energy and it was just a lot, a lot of fun. And um, I don't know. I may, I don't want to be one of those people who's like, I like their old stuff, even with <laughs> our own podcast, but it was, yeah, I, I love that episode. Yeah. I mean, that was a really fun one. Um, Lucas, what is your favorite episode of the podcast? Well, to be the opposite of the person who says, I love our old stuff. Um, I, my favorite episode is actually the one we released last week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me and Sandra's conversation about the movie, Your Name. Um, I thought that was an incredible movie and our discussion of it was just so much fun to do. So Lawson, I'm sorry you weren't a part of that, but. <laughs> it's okay. I'm glad that things can be better when I'm gone. <laughs> well, to be fair, my number two is is our review of Logan. Um, just ha- being able to have that discussion and have having somebody on the podcast who I thought was going to love the movie actually hate the movie, and having that that kind of that kind of argument about it was uh, so much fun. Yeah, yeah, our conversations are definitely more interesting when there's disagreement. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. My favorite episode, I had a really hard time deciding between two episodes for as my favorite. Um, but my favorite episode, it was easy because it was my favorite movie of the year, and it was our review of The Handmaiden. Um, mm. I, I'm obsessed with that movie. It was the top of my top ten list, and I loved our discussion about that, Lucas. I thought 
Um, it was a, a movie that like really warranted a conversation afterwards. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. And and I I feel like we had a good one. My runner up yep. for um, favorite episode was our episode about um, our dream cast for the new Oceans movie. Um, when we yes. went through oh, yeah. and picked out which actresses we would cast in a female version of Ocean's Eleven. Um, that was just such a fun activity to do, and um, I love re-listening to that. I dug that, too. That was really fun. Yeah. I loved doing this with you guys, and I loved when we got to do it with Brent, and I'm, yeah, I'm excited for the next year. Yeah, I'm also excited to continue to do this podcast. And um, I want to take a moment to thank... Anyone who's ever tuned into our show, um, you know, we have kind of said when we started this podcast, we had the idea that like we would be doing this show if we had no listeners because we love doing the show and we love each other and talking to each other. Um, but we also really love it when people listen to the show. And so <laughs> for anyone who's taken the time out of their day to listen to a couple of our episodes or every episode, um, I appreciate that so much. I appreciate you like caring about our opinions enough to listen to them for an hour or so. Um, we appreciate it. We, I also really appreciate anyone who's like reached out to us on Twitter or retweeted um, a link to one of our podcasts or told a friend about our podcast. Um, that's so incredible. And um, we, we love having you as part of our um, pop culture family. Yay, family. Yeah. Fast and the Furious. <laughs> brought it back. Done. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. It's also, it's been very cathartic for me um, because I feel like we all, you know, we watch so much TV and movies and sometimes you have thoughts or criticism just like burning in your head and you're not just gonna like walk up to random friends and be like i need to like <laughs> unleash all of my appealing uh feelings about like the sexism and suicide squad you know no one like <laughs> wants to just be that sponge um and so this has been a really healing place to come to and like release all of those criticisms or emotions or like praise for the media i'm consuming on a regular basis we're all our own therapists yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think it's important to, like, I mean, we do this anyway, but talk through and think about the stuff that you're taking in. And this has been a great exercise for me beyond just, like, hanging out and chatting with you guys of really consciously thinking about the stuff that I watch and that I listen to and not just being like, oh, I like that or, oh, I dislike that. But what mm -hmm. is it about this that I like or I dislike? And even though sometimes yeah. I can't get it out into, uh, get out the words to describe it or put too fine a point on it um it's super fun talking through it and especially whenever we're able to kind of you know like you were saying disagree about stuff and help uh, each other identify things about it that we might not have come, that we definitely would have not have come to on our own um mm -hmm. it's just it's so valuable to me and it's what i i get out of the podcast that i listen to and it's surreal to me that we do that too so it's yeah in the last year, we've gotten a lot better at our... At our, our oh, my God. <laughs> that is really? perfect. You, you know what I was going to say. I'm out. <laughs> We're done. Let's say our goodbyes. Um, if you want to chime in and give us any feedback about anything we're discussing, or if you want to just recommend something to us, you can find us on Twitter at feelingitpod. You can also email us. Um, our email address is feelingitpod at gmail.com. Um, 
You can find me personally on Twitter and other social networking platforms at Sandra Amstutz. My last name is spelled A-M-S-T-U-T-Z. You can find me online at Lawson West on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, whatever you have. I'm probably there at Lawson West. You can find me on the internet at Lucas and Stuff, trying to better articulate my ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I did it. I said it out loud. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye, now. Goodbye. Go away. I'll see you soon, okay? That's it. Go home. Yep. Moving along, Padre. Goodbye, old friend. That's it. That's our show for tonight, people. 